failure will happen it's what you do afterwards that matters hey guys how's it going welcome or welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast refreshingly idiotic it's your girl hannah as your host today and today's episode is all about dementia which is kind of interesting because earlier today i was actually about to apply to a place called the dementia society for a volunteer position but i ended up not just because of distance issues so like they're located in ottawa i'm in mississauga and that was kind of just a stretch so i ended up not i applied somewhere else actually but i want to wait until like they hear back also like a mini life update because i'm so super excited about them i got two mini cactuses one is named scarlet and the other one is named luna and they're the cutest things ever and they're sitting on my windowsill right now anyways i'm getting off topic now so let's just roll the intro music and get into the episode question for this week's episode is what did you want to be when you were younger in elementary schoolish or maybe even middle school if you decided your career really late so i guess this would be like your elementary version of your dream job so mine up until midway second grade was to be a police officer i've also checked with my mother it's the only thing that i had actually wanted to be i know so many other people they had 10 other things they wanted to be when they grew up and i would like switch every day i was dead set on becoming a police officer because i thought like the uniform the idea of putting bad guys in jail having a walkie-talkie was like the coolest thing in the world and like that's probably the only reason i wanted to be a police officer and then as i mentioned midway through second grade it changed i became a writer or like i wanted to become a writer i still am and like it's pretty set for me i think now because i don't think there's anything else in the world that i like rather do maybe become a child psychologist but i really want to mix the two together so like that's a whole different story i don't know if i've actually mentioned why i want to become a writer on the pod yet but on the website which i'm currently creating which if it isn't out this week while this episode is getting released it will be up by april 30th while i upload the collab episode with nico on adhd on april 30th so yeah second grade kind of rolled around and my teacher like really encouraged me to become a writer and all of a sudden i realized that i was actually really passionate about it i was a very avid reader as well so it kind of worked out for me and i've just been loving it ever since i'm always like entering competitions i self-published a book when i was in grade seven i'm currently working on new ones i just haven't released anything because i want to wait until i'm done high school but like even that's tentative i might just publish something in a year from now like just before i graduate on a side note though like basically a year and a month until i'm done high school which is so so exciting i'm so excited for that but yeah anyway it was either like a writer or a police officer back then and it probably still is if the opportunity came up and i could become a police officer i probably wouldn't turn it down but like also i'm at a stage in my life where i don't think i would like go out to be like okay i'm gonna join the police academy i'm dead set on becoming a police officer still it just isn't there for me anymore anyways like i mentioned today's episode is all about dementia and let's just get started with the agenda and definition so the agenda for this episode i'm going to be talking about the definition common causes 
symptoms, stages, types, and a media example. Let's get into the definition. So the definition is that it's a loss of cognitive functioning. It's more of like an umbrella term for other mental illnesses with medical conditions. So it can be the loss of, for example, remembering things, train of thought, reasoning, seeing, problem solving, speaking, or ability to be independent, just to name a few. For main slash common causes, it's basically just damage to your brain cells or nerve pathways that can affect these changes, the ones that I just listed in the definition or the ones that I'm about to get to with the symptoms. Dementia is mainly common for people who are 70 plus, but it can also affect somebody who's younger. It's just very, very rare. As for symptoms, there are so many symptoms and you can see all of the symptoms that I found in the research that will be linked down below in my description box but I gathered the few that were constantly repeating and I thought were most important so that is not being able to cope well with change so maybe you're not like maybe you have dementia so you like don't want to keep moving around a lot so like maybe you don't want to go move in with like let's say you're older maybe you don't want to move in with your kids but like you know you also can't live alone or like maybe you don't like bouncing around memory confusion so maybe you can remember things from like years ago but you can't remember what you ate what happened today so like let's say you can remember like this really striking childhood moment but you can't remember what you had for lunch which honestly that happens to me another thing is change in your mood so you might be like happy chipper and then all of a sudden depressed agitated or have anxiety it can also be like a roller coaster like i've mentioned with so many of the other mental illnesses and you might have a loss of interest in things so maybe before you used to be like really interested in playing cards or like card games but now you don't really care for them you're just like oh whatever it'll just pass the time you don't really want to play either another thing is getting lost so this kind of falls under the category of memory confusion but like maybe you're out on a walk in your neighborhood and then all of a sudden you kind of just forget where you are the second last symptom that i gathered was difficulty in coordination functions so like writing or using your hands in general the last symptom that i think if you've heard of dementia you'd probably assume is a thing is hallucinations and paranoia so like dreaming up things that aren't actually there or like hearing voices seeing things dementia has four main types of dementia stages outlined which other mental illnesses don't actually have so this is one of the biggest differences between just like any other mental illness the first type is mild cognitive impairment this one is trouble remembering things maybe short-term memory loss so maybe you'll like forget where you put your phone earlier today or your last meal for example other things you might be forgetting not necessarily objects but like words so maybe you'll be in a conversation and then all of a sudden you'll just forget that word this stage is very hard to detect because honestly, everybody can fall into it at some point in another, even if they don't have another mental illness. The next stage is mild dementia. So again, they can still live on their own, but they might have some personality changes, forgetfulness. They might have trouble to solve any problems, memory loss, or express their emotions. 
So, like I mentioned in the last episode, the flatline effect might be something that comes into play over here. Again, this is all at like a pretty mild level, so it's nothing too intense. You could probably still live on your own if you have mild dementia. The next stage is moderate dementia. So this one, you might need a little bit of help. So like maybe that occasional support system. You concentrate less. You have long-term memory loss, confusion, and might be hard to do slightly more difficult tasks like maybe dressing or significant personality changes so going back to all of those symptoms you might not be able to focus for as long or you might start to forget things that happened in the past like maybe other family members or very important events that happened in the past it might be hard to do those slightly difficult tasks like dressing maybe because like you're fiddling with the buttons and like it's harder for you to move around your hands at this point and this one is slightly more intense than mild dementia as it would probably state. The final stage is severe dementia. So this one you definitely need help. You have lost a lot of your abilities. So your hand motor skills that like it might be hard for you to like maybe cook clean like do those little handsy things dressing definitely maybe even writing. It might be hard for you to walk or eat so you might have like trouble getting up out of your seat or sitting back down and you might have a very very small appetite you might have lost your bladder control so it'll be like bladder control or it might be hard to communicate because you're forgetting lots of things whether it be short term or long term if you're worried about yourself or a loved one getting severe dementia some things you could actually do to help prevent would be the usual things that you've heard so like eating healthy physical activity starting from a young age if this is something you really want to avoid you should start thinking about your health in the future at a younger age which is honestly something that everybody should be doing anyways even if you're not worried about getting dementia if you can maybe try to avoid smoking and social isolation which i know is kind of hard during a pandemic but maybe like make that extra effort to video chat with a friend or try to talk with them on the phone maybe even meet up with them but stay six feet apart make sure you guys are fully vaccinated or are masked up anything to do to like prevent the spread i know these little things seem like like things that you can just brush aside but they honestly make the biggest difference when you get older not just so you can tell your grandkids stories about the crazy days of your youth but like also just to take care of your health or make sure you're still healthy when you're like 70 years old now that we know both the symptoms and different stages you can be at let's talk about the different types there are five different types so the first one is the most common one that you may have heard which is alzheimer's disease so this one it's probably the one that's most commonly known one is just like the forgetfulness when you get younger to a very severe point where you honestly can't even remember who you're related to like a couple days ago i actually heard this story about a boy who went to visit his grandparents and he found out that every single day his grandfather buys his grandmother flowers and says let's run away and get married together and then every day the grandmother says we already did and he's like boy am i the luckiest man on earth and then the next day it'll happen again and again and again because he doesn't remember what's actually been happening in his life so he's just in the moment i thought that was such a cute example i had to throw that in but yeah, that's an example of like a guy who has Alzheimer's disease. But other things that can happen, you might not only can you forget things, but you can also have loss of motor control. So it might be like hard for you to pick up little things or do little things 
like I mentioned again in the different stages like maybe getting dressed or little handsy things like writing something down. This one is often caused by genetics but the actual reasons why somebody might have Alzheimer's disease or dementia in general is actually still unknown and something that we're still trying to figure out. The next type is vascular. This type of dementia is caused when the blood vessels to your brain are actually damaged so it can be harder to problem solve. You might have lack of focus or concentration so you might not be able to get through a full conversation because you're forgetting the words you're forgetting your thoughts or where you are going with your point let's move on to the next type which is Lewy body dementia so this one includes hallucinations lack of focus and less coordination it's also like one of the more intense types of dementia so it'll be seen later on in the stages so hallucinations could be like maybe something happened in your past and you're bringing it back up subconsciously and so you're like hallucinating about that maybe you can't really focus you can't really hold a conversation less coordination so you might not be able to do those regular hand motor type skills the fourth type is frontotemporal dementia which is caused by nerve cell breakdown so in the frontal and lobe area of your brain this is actually very technical for me right now but it causes personality and behavioral changes so you might actually like flip into somebody else the fourth type is frontotemporal dementia so this one is caused by nerve cell breakdown in the frontal and lobe area of your brain this is sorry this is so technical for me right now but like this is more for like the sciencey people out there so this one can actually cause personality and behavioral changes so you might like you might not seem like the same person you were to some other time so i'm not saying something as dramatic as the jacqueline hyde change that i mentioned in the last episode so no split personality type thing but it can affect like little parts of your behavior so instead of like so maybe you might be like a little less accepting for example other things you might have a loss in motor skills and movement so like again eating and the walking might be a huge trouble for you this one also you might actually need help but this one can sit anywhere on the stage scale. The fifth and final is mixed dementia. So this one is a mixture of all of the ones that I mentioned above. So maybe there's that hallucination, lack of focus, coordination, and speech is pretty often repeated in them. A lot of forgetfulness, for example. There's a lot of different symptoms. Basically, all of the symptoms I mentioned before, and it's a mixture of all of the different types that I just mentioned. So, now that we know the different types, stages, symptoms, and what it actually is, let's talk about how it's diagnosed. So, this one actually has a process like many others, but this one is a little bit more intense just to make sure it's not diagnosed wrong. So, most healthcare professionals look at your medical history to see if it runs in the family and how it might look like because there are multiple different types. Next would be a physical exam to see if it's like blood pressure, vitals, like anything else. Next, you would do some neurological tests. So, looking at brain balance, response, and reflexes. And then lastly, you would be doing other tests like cognitive tests. So, you're checking your mental health, laboratory tests. So you're checking your blood levels, like low on anything, brain scans to see if there's any abnormal activities, psychiatric evaluation for like, let's say schizophrenia or split personality disorder, more like personality mental illnesses. Then finally, genetic tests 
to see if it does in fact run in the family and maybe you don't know because like let's say you were adopted lastly is a media example the one that i chose is from how to get away with murder it's an awesome show by the way so if you haven't watched it i suggest you go binge it right now but basically the character that i picked from the show is the main character's mother so annalise keating's mother i actually can't pronounce her name so i don't want to like totally butcher it but later on in the seasons closer to the end her mother is introduced and she is seen to have a type of dementia so the mom had an episode where she was actually remembering something that she did earlier on in her life to save annalise which was actually killing an uncle and so she was having hallucination episodes for that throughout the scene actually annalise's father who had divorced her mother ended up thinking that it was his fault that she ended up with dementia and they ended up putting her into a long-term care home and then that began a whole discussion of how they would help her whether she was to stay with the father or if she was to stay in a long-term care home i think that just about wraps up today's episode we talked about what the definition is common causes symptoms stages how you can prevent it and how it's diagnosed and don't forget to answer the question that i mentioned in the beginning of the episode which is what did you want to be when you were younger like when you wanted to grow up anyways my contact info is in the description below so don't forget to check it out and um hope you guys reach out don't forget to subscribe share and rate five stars only pretty please with the cherry on top bye guys